Welcome to the show. It's Louisville's best podcast. A podcast about whatever. You know, just whatever. We're just a couple of guys hanging out. Sometimes we're graced by movie stars like we were the last few weeks. And sometimes it's just us average Joes. But uh, And Charlie. He's, he's above average. But we're glad that uh, <laughs> you're here with us. We're excited about tonight's show. Real quick, let's see how everybody's doing tonight. And I just have one question to go along with that. If you could eat fried chicken from one place oh my where would you eat fried chicken from mm. that's a good one yeah not chicken fingers not uh not not with the sides although the sides kind of matter but just if you had the chicken and then you can kind of dress it up with the sides if you want so uh let you kind of ponder it think about it brian how are you doing well not solid not solid yet the draft is still going. It'll, it'll, maybe later I'll be solid. But. Brian, let's talk chicken. Yes, sir. Where are you where are you where are you getting chicken from? Um, because of my changes in my diet lately, uh, roosters. Ooh, roosters got good fried chicken. Yeah, that's that. That would be my place. Okay. Roosters okay. is good. All right, there you go. Uh, Charlie, how are you? Doing pretty good, Timbo. How you doing? Doing well. You got a new tat? I got a couple. Yeah, got it. I I didn't. See Flowers. Oh yeah, it's out of the other one. I just forgot they were so recent together. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, Charlie, fried chicken. Kentucky fried chicken. Original or crispy? I will turn this table over. <laughs> Original. Crispy is an abomination. It's an abomination. <laughs> if I want crispy chicken, I'll go to Popeyes. If I want regular fried chicken, I will go to Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> Fair enough. Not KFC. Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> Um, I was at KFC the other day, Kentucky Fried Chicken the other day, because my uh, daughter's in love with their mashed potatoes. Uh, rightfully so. They're good mashed potatoes. And uh, proceeded to get a full like five-minute conversation with the guy at the window about how he works all the time and how much money he makes at <laughs> KFC or Kentucky Fried he's, Chicken. Because he's the only one in there working? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's, he's like, like, I, like I make my meals and everything. I got all the hours I want. I'm the only one that works here. I'm here from like... Seven to midnight. I'm like, you guys close at eight. What are you doing those last four hours? <laughs> He's He's like seven, together in the, seven herbs and spices. Seven, herbs and seven spices. in the morning, man. Yeah. I'm here all the time. Aaron, all the way in Texas. First off, Aaron, how are you? Doing all right. Second off, Aaron, are you guys under a tornado warning? Because I feel like you always are. I think we're due for one Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> and then lastly, fried chicken, Aaron. So, Tim, you know I love it when you ask me food questions on here. I know you're um, a foodie. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fried chicken guy. Uh, I do like chicken tenders from Golden Chick, if that counts. I just so said at the go- beginning that it doesn't count. I know. I, well, then I don't like any of it. Does Taco Casa have fried chicken? No. No. If how they are, did, you'd love it. Aaron, how are you a Southern Baptist preacher's son and you don't <laughs> like fried chicken? What's wrong with you? I just don't. Sorry. Now my son loves it, but I, I don't. All right. Uh, John, how are you? I'm doing good. And uh, fried chicken of choice. Oh, man. Oh, FCC, the fried chicken of choice. I'm going to have to go with right now. My, my my love right now has to tend toward the Cracker Barrel 
Oh, dinner, yeah. uh, like winter, winter chicken dinner, whatever they call it down yeah, there. Yeah. That's 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 really good if you if you're talking about like uh, those t- that type of fried chicken. It was a, it was I mean, hard to say with chicken, but it was a little greasy for me. Like when I had because it was a lot of grease, man. But uh, yeah, it's good. Um, I don't get it as much anymore that I'm not working downtown, but I would love to go get Indy's chicken. Uh, the spicy chicken where, you know, you slide your money <laughs> under the protective glass and they slide it back to you. But also the sides. They have those spicy wedges. Oh, man, that's so good. So good. Aaron, uh, one day, one day, Aaron, I hope you join the chicken party. Not likely. Okay, fair enough. Um, glad everybody's here. Let's jump right into today's topic. Uh the Oscars were a few weeks back, and believe really? me... Really? I had no idea. Yeah. Everybody talked about the one event at the Oscars, and we're not going to talk about that event. By the way, uh, not to uh, to bring up Aaron's oldest child, but he, uh, him and my daughter play Fortnite and other games together, or the iPad stuff, and Aaron's kid's actually pretty good at, at impersonations. And he does a reenactment of that event, <laughs> only it's Mickey Mouse and Goofy. And uh, it's pretty good. That sounds amazing. <laughs> pretty amazing. Anyways. Uh, Aaron, you should have him call it into the uh, voicemail <laughs> on, on uh, uh, Stitcher. Or not Stitcher. What is it? The Anchor. Anchor yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I laugh every time he does it. But anyways, something that popped up on the Oscars was <laughs> movie moments at a theater that were cheerworthy, so it got people to like cheer in the theater when it happened. Okay, we've talked about this before about whether or not you react at theaters. Uh, I know people in here have reacted, and we'll get some of those reactions later. But uh, this list is kind of crappy at times, and so uh, I I, I want to kind of get everybody's thoughts on this list. So I will read it from the bottom to the top. All right, just a top five. Uh, it's labeled Bullet Time, The Matrix. So it's in the original Matrix movie where he does like the the dodging. I know Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where he like bends himself backwards. So that was number five on the list of moments where people literally cheered in the movie theater. I can't see that ever being a thing. I don't think so no. either. Like, I, if anything, it may have made people go like, ooh. But like. Just, I don't see it. They ended up pumping their fists. Yeah. Go, um, Keanu. Yeah. I mean, we were all still trying to figure out what the Matrix was at that point. So, you know. It's an allegory for people that aren't born in the wrong body. <laughs> there you go. No, that's. They, I, know, they, I know, I know. They have said that. The Wachowski sisters have now said that that's what it is. I was going to make a comment about them on Facebook, and then I stopped myself. Good idea. Good, 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 good idea. <laughs> Look at you, Aaron, maturing, growing. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four. I've never seen this movie. It was it was a really good joke, though, but right. I had to, to stop myself. You have to do it in the uh, uncensored Patreon uh, right. anonymous channel. <laughs> All right. Uh, from the Pop movie. culture shark after dark. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. We're saying what Twitter won't let us say. <laughs> Excuse me, but is, is the second is the second stand up and cheer moment the one in the second movie where they showed the cake? Because <laughs> if it's not, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Number four is from the movie Dream Girls, where Jennifer Hudson evidently sings the part, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. I don't know. I didn't. Um, run the room real quickly. Um, I'm gonna point, I'm gonna say your name. Tell me if you've seen the movie, John. No, 
Tim. No. Brian. Yes. <laughs> Aaron. No. Charlie. No. Okay, one person has seen it. Next. Brian, did you did you cheer during that moment? Was I don't even remember. I it. can tell you right now that Brian did not cheer during that. Was moment. it triumphant? You know better than to waste your time. You at, was it triumphant? Brian Pate no. is the man among men. Do you really think that you have to ask that question? With no, no. I, <laughs> I'm sure that the the, the uh, cast and the crew wondered what the Brian Pate saw <laughs> their film, and they've reached out to him. But that's personal. And his response was, "It's solid." All right, number three from Avengers Endgame. It's Avengers. When it, when Iron Man dies, I did cheer for that. Oh, Avengers shit. Assemble. Uh, that was I, a, I did, Yeah, I will go with that one. You yeah. cheered during that moment, John? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know if I like actively cheered. I was crying too hard to, to cheer at that moment. I just yeah, because I mean that was that was totally. And I've, I've said this before on air. That was totally that sandbox moment in the in the entire MCU. That's that you, that was you out back of the house with those action figures playing in the dirt. And I mean, it's just yeah, it was like you put a bow on it, you're done. I'm, well, I'm they good. built it up so much, right? Like because you, that's right. That happened after Cap got the well, the and, hammer and, and, and everything. And else. A, you know, and then everybody yeah. starts showing back up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was so, so cool about it because he has the hammer and he, he beats on. Uh, Thanos with it, and then it kind of disappears, and then they have that hoe on your left thing, and he and he some and they come together, and he's like Avengers, like and it comes back to his hand, and you know, and he yeah, says it. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, that was definitely, and I think even like in the theater where I was at, that was a that was a stand up and cheer. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been in a whole lot of stand up and cheer moments in movies. You know, people react, but not like that. But it was yeah. just there's one on this raw. list that I was in the theater with you, and you cheered. So Did we're I? we're getting oh, there. cool. Uh, I, I cheered when uh, everybody turned to dust and Thanos retired to the, the farm. That was my, that's when I cheered. Yeah, I, I know you did there. We know, we know. Uh, one of my favorite things is when people take that scene from Avengers and they, it's photoshopped over that, that bar scene where it's got that huge flat screen TV and people are watching a sporting event, but they put that scene and everybody goes crazy when they say Avengers Assemble. Oh. It's pretty sweet. John, this next one. Uh, is where I saw you cheer. It was pretty recent. It was in Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoilers. During the introduction or the Spider-Man, three Spider-Man team-up scenes. You clapped a couple times during that movie. I, that, were, yeah, it was a good clapping movie. I mean, it was it was a good... It was it was one of them decent films where you could do that. I mean, I, I mean... I, it, was, it had some good moments. I, um... I liked it. I, I bought it a couple weeks ago, but I haven't you, watched it again you haven't yet. watched it again? Nah, I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it again. But it was, um, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. I, people can say what they want about the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, but Andrew Garfield gets his due in this movie. He does and I like Absolutely. that. Yep. Uh, the the train wreck of Spider-Man Three with Tobey Maguire is completely redeemed in this movie. So yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I had no problem with it. It was cheer. Yeah, it was. It was a good movie. It was a, cheerworthy. It was cheerworthy. Cheerworthy. I'm, I haven't watched it yet, and it's not a matter of like. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. It's just a matter of I'm having a hard time watching things that aren't like extremely exciting to me. Right. And don't sure. wrong, I do I do want to see it. But another thing is the whole with the Batman going to HBO so quickly, I didn't have months and months and months of oh my gosh and memes and everything like I did with Spider Man. Uh and I, you asked what I've been watching. I've been watching the same things that I've always been watching. I've watched Judge Dredd probably 30 times in the past two months. Um, not Judge Dredd, Dredd, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Halloween 3 is on Shutter right now, and you know how much I love that film. Uh, so, yeah, comfort movies have been the only thing I can really 
make yeah. myself watch and hey. TV shows. Oh, and hey, Charlie, yes, sir. Uh, what is Dread streaming on? Because I have not seen that movie. You haven't? Um, no, no. It, it's either on Hulu or Prime. Um, okay, I'm gonna have I've to got, check it out. I've got it on uh, Blu-ray. That's right. Okay, but wow. uh, yeah, it's a. <laughs> that was a good Owen Wilson. But yeah, either one of them, uh, Aaron. It it's. Um, I think it might have some some. It looks like it's going to do certain things that might be uncomfortable for you to watch, but it's not Aaron, that Aaron bad. Showed his kids Con Air uncensored. <laughs> well, that's okay. I remember. I remember going to uh, see that with y'all and us all laughing hysterically when he said. One girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a line you're not expecting. And, yeah. it's just all out, and, and, and it's Steve Buscemi, so it's yeah. totally believable. It's the only thing, it's, I mean, nobody could deliver that line like Steve Buscemi. All right. I don't know if you guys are ready for the number one moment. We are psyched and ready. Uh, let's see. Let me, John, I know you and I have discussed it, so I don't want to take your prediction. Aaron, I don't know if you were watching the Oscars when this happened. Or do you know anything about this list? So is it movies from like this year or it's just pretty recent? Movie? It's pretty recent. So do you know this list or not, Aaron? I do not know. This okay, list. what would be your prediction on the number one cheerworthy moment? Keep in mind, this is fan votes. It's probably gonna be Fast and the Furious or something stupid. <laughs> it's a good guess, but you're wrong, Charlie. What was that? What do you think the number one cheerworthy moment on this list is? Um, when uh. Was it Sally Fields as, as Norma Ray goes? I'm mad as hell. I'm not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> Close. Either that or um, the scene in um, Homes Where the Heart Is with uh, uh, Susan Sarandon and uh, Queen Amidala, and the, I had my baby in Walmart. I think Walmart baby might be number one. <laughs> good. I would cheer. Brian, do you, uh, do you have any guesses? Uh, my guess would be when the end credits started rolling on The Last Jedi. Oh, oh. I think you might. I think we all might have stood and cheered victoriously. <laughs> it's over. Yes. Thank when, God. When this aired, on, well, I was, we were watching the Oscars because we were waiting for the Bruno song, which turned out to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, but when was this, that Megan Thee Stallion that did Bruno? Was. That's okay. correct. It was. Uh, I have to pronounce the extra E. I don't know why, but I'd have to. I mean, it's in her name. Otherwise, yeah. it looks like three. Megan three stallion. Um, when this aired, I couldn't even remember this scene in the film. And I've seen it like twice. And I was like, and then I remembered this was a fan vote. And the Snyderverse people got behind the fan vote. The number one moment is the Flash entering the Speed Force. In the Justice League film. There is no way. <laughs> Are I, you kidding me? I was about to say it's going to be something with DC. This I, had I to be some that. type of like, people were like, yeah, I'm going to vote for that because it's just stupid. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> what? You're telling me, okay, nah, t- don't stop. You're telling me that in everything, every movie that's ever been made, everything from the Maltese Falcon in the 1930s, the Walmart up babies. Walmart babies, the, 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 the most stand up and triumphantly <laughs> cheer. Cheer it on was when he when people uh, in the theater were openly bawling. <laughs> um, I, I have a pop question to go along with this. Not but since we're already yeah. number one. Yeah. Um, I will start the question. I will answer the question first. So that okay. will give you time to think about it. What is a classic film, Oscar nominated or winning, 
non-action, non-science fiction, non-superhero film that you enjoy, that you can watch over and over again. For me, it's 12 Angry Men, either the original or the remake. Both of them are great. Um, they're both streaming free on uh, YouTube, so I'll sit at work with my headphones in while I'm typing and watch them. You know, uh, as much as we all love nerd movies, there are certain classic films that will never not be good, never not be that thing you can put on and watch and enjoy over and over again. Right. I think I'm sure John has a good answer on this, probably about seven or eight of them, but what what's yours? It's gonna So, Charlie, Charlie yeah. I was going to say real quick, um, I've been trying to come up with a list of movies that every human on the planet should watch. I only have two on my list, and I've been trying to come up with a list, but it's uh, the first one's Idiocracy, and then the second one is 12 Angry Men. I, I think 12, 12 Angry Men is such a great film like that, said, that everybody should watch. Even both versions. Like, the original, yeah. of course, is a classic with Henry Ford, but... Not Henry Ford. Henry Fonda. <laughs> Henry Ford. <laughs> yeah, older Henry Guys, let me show you this car! You can get any color yeah. you want. Long as I ain't black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but the, the the remake with uh, Courtney V. Vance and um, uh, Jack Lemmon is amazing. Um, another one to add to that list, Aaron, is To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, another one to add to that list, and I'm going to get a, a lot of boos for this, I'm sure. Not boos in like, the good kind, but boo. Um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I love yeah, that. I, I love get behind that, that. Yeah, I can get behind that movie. My favorite, of course, is Raiders, but I think everyone should see Temple as well. And it's because it's... It seems like it does. It it's Indiana Jones, but the tone is so different than yeah. all the rest of the films. Maybe all four of them, people should watch. Even Crystal Skull. I know that that's a hated thing, but I think that everyone should watch all those films because they're such a good franchise. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, <clears throat> um, for me, I can't remember if it won an Oscar or one of the other ones. I love The Martian with uh, with Matt Damon. <laughs> I've never watched that, but I've wanted to. It's just one of those things. Looks it up. It's kind of daunting to stand. And if, if one of the if it, if I'm flipping channels and it's on, I'm I'm there for the rest of the film. And my wife, who doesn't like moments of suspense in movies, which is not a suspenseful movie, but it has like that that build up moment, she will still sit down and watch that movie with me every time it's on. And whereas it's science fiction, it's not science fiction. Mm -hmm. It is science fiction, but the storyline is about this person overcoming. He just happens to be on Mars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, can I guess yours? Sure. Forrest Gump. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but no, you're right. Forrest Gump. <laughs> and, and John? Um, if it's not going to be within the genres of sci-fi or... Now, let's say The Martian, yeah. that's different. Um, Interstellar doesn't count. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I know. I know. I've seen it. I don't, I don't understand what that movie is about. I'm gonna like. <laughs> it's about Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Matthew McConaughey crying. Matt McConaughey <laughs> like, no, don't go. I was seconds like, or years, <laughs> minutes or millennials. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a little bit out there for me. Um, I'm gonna stick with the space theme. That's not science fiction, like uh, action science fiction stuff. But I, I always go. My, one of my go tos, if I can find it on, is a 2010. I've never seen either one of those the, films. I they are they are slow and plotting. That's why, and and that's why I like them. I mean, they right, and I get that, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that. the uh, the fun thing about 2010 is there's a plot in there where Russia and America are starting to go to war, and they have to like, separate on the space station. And I think about what's going on with Ukraine and how we've had to separate people on the space station because of. You know the war and everything going which, on. Which, so. which, to be honest, on the International Space Station, I doubt anybody's really separating all that no, much. Right, right, right. It's just for the Russians yeah, are like, "Well, over." <laughs> the Americans are like, "Yeah, whatever." 
But uh, no, two thousand the two thousand one two thousand ten uh, are, and I I'm one of them type people, and I like a plotting movie. I, I like something that that can't do plot. moves. Well, it moves in a. I know. I'm just saying. I, well, I, there are certain films I can, and certain ones I can't. But I get that. Like, have you seen? Um, oh crap! It's uh, Tim. You would know this. It's Michael Keaton. It's a recent film about the uh, church scandal in Boston. I didn't come out. Um, that movie is a very slow paced. Haven't film. seen that. It's it's disturbing. It's a true story, unfortunately, but it's about the church scandal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's another one with that slow plotting. It just adds and adds and adds. And but then adds. the 2010, I, I like 2001, but 2010 is probably the one I go to a lot. Another one I like is um, uh, Road to Perdition. Yeah. I, I'm a, I, like, I like that movie. Spotlight. I, I was wanting to say The Globe, but yeah. I think that was the name of the paper. I, I really like The Road to Perdition, too, yeah. And I know that we're about to wrap up, but one last question for everyone in the room. Um, what is John just brought it up. What's your favorite Stanley Kubrick film? Oh, uh, you said. Oh, yeah. Is, is it not two thousand one? Two thousand one's good, but I'm I'm a massive Full Metal Jacket guy. Okay. Uh, I, I I sat down and watched it. Um, I was just flipping. I know what I was. How I got on there. Oh well, got it. I was looking for something on Netflix, and when I was like, oh yeah, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, I, I definitely. I'm a big fan. I was watching it. I walked upstairs. I told Carl, I said, you know, there are things they say in the movie. I don't, there is no <laughs> way. They could get away with saying these things nowadays. And the thing is, is that's like not scripted. That was our Lee Ermy like repeating what he said. <laughs> I mean, he was a drill instructor. Well, I saw a I saw a video on that on YouTube. A, a Marine talking about what he's what he does in that. And they're like, oh yeah, that is definitely that is definitely what Marine drill sergeants are like, especially during that time period. Yeah. But yeah. In that I like that one. 2010 is good. Full Metal Jacket is just. I get that. It's 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 a well, really good. Kind movie. of what made me think of it. You saw him at slowing plotting, but that's not. That was one of the great things about Kubrick is that necessarily wasn't his style. Yeah, he could do it well. Um, Aaron, what about you? What's your favorite? I think we're gonna have a favorite one. Same favorite, I should say. Uh, so I didn't give my other movies, but uh, my favorite Kubrick film would be Doctor Strangelove. Same. That's my, same. yeah. That's why I picked you second because I knew it would be the same thing for me. Yeah. You, yeah. you too, Tim? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Kubrick films, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's one that I know I've watched a couple of times. Bruh? I just watch it. I've never seen it. Never, I had to never watch seen it for it. college class. That's the reason why I ended up seeing it, but it was, I was like, oh, okay. And that seems like in that con- context where you have a professor who's explaining the th- themes of it, yeah. it would make more sense to it be enjoyable. Because I mean, everything you heard about was that it's, you know, Salacious, but you know when someone is pure as the driven snow like yourself now, enjoys it. Now Brian talking on the, on that level. The thing about it is, is we had to watch. I remember when I was in college, we had to watch one, and it was. Uh, and I really like it. Now that I think about it, was um, Harrison Ford's a witness. That's that's a good one. That that's kind of. That. It was a movie I would normally not watch, but for the class, you know, it was again through certain lenses. You had to look at it and like, okay, explain why the character's acting this way. Imagine it, year nineteen eighty six. Lewis and Melba Ferris get the first v- VCR for our home. First movie we rent, Witness. Watch that film as a, like a six-year-old. Mm. Aaron, what were your other movies? Spartacus. Uh, I had Frailty on my list. Frailty's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secondhand Lions, uh, My Cousin Vinny. It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. 
<clears throat> County Monte Count of Monte Cristo with Jim Caviezel. I forgot about that one. That's pretty good. And uh, I'll throw Dead Poet Society on there. Is uh, Secondhand Lines the one with Michael Caine and uh, yeah. yeah, where they where he comes one. in with the shotgun and gonna <laughs> yeah. kill the kill yeah. the, gr- the the ruffians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good movie. But Robert Duvall just beats him up. Yeah. All right, so yeah. let's wrap this up. Back to the original topic. What movie in the theater? got the most response out of you, whether good or bad. Charlie, I know you have yours already lined up, so go ahead and share it while the rest of us put our thoughts together. So, um, I don't remember what year it was, but Showcase Cinemas was still thriving, uh, dating a young lady who later left me for cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Dodged a bullet there. It's our first date. Well, it's our first date that wasn't going to steak and shake at two in the morning and smoking cigarettes and talking about the, the Smiths. It's like a Norma novel. Yeah, uh, we go to the on our on a date date to the movies. We go to see the Village. About halfway through, I'm looking at her and I said, "I was about to say her name, but no, thank you." Um, I won't tell you right now. <laughs> I said, "If if this movie is set in present day, I'm going to lose my beep." And she's like, I hope it's not. I hope it's not. So this is the village. And then when like the car pulls up, I stand up in the theater and I say, you've got to be peeping kidding me. I got a, I got a, I got a round of applause myself. <laughs> <laughs> and let's also not forget the time, uh, the year of 1997, we went to see Star Wars and I was, uh, <laughs> I was reading the crawl and some guy told me he was going to, uh, told me to shut the F up. And then at the end of the film, when he turned around and saw the entire you know, uh, football team, <laughs> and he sat down real quickly. But in that film, at the end, during the indoor celebration, the two nerds that got up were like dancing in the aisles. Yes. That was an awesome movie yes. theater moment. That was that was such a great thing because nobody was there to see the. Everybody already seen them except for the guy in front. Except of us. the guy in front of us, and but so it was like this crazy party every time we went to one. I mean, it was just yeah, it was that was really cool seeing them in theaters like that. The the, the special editions that was that was great. Um. Speaking of just environment, so I did. I didn't actually like have a uh, a response, but I remember going to the Preston Cinemas to see Talladega Nights, and it was an absolute madhouse at the theater. I mean, <laughs> it was like like it reminds me of like the beginning of Scream Two where they're at the movie theater and it's just like a party and everybody's wearing scream mask and fake stabbing each other. That's what it was like, but it was redneck, like everybody's screaming, get her done at the top of their, <laughs> like their lungs and everybody has their tobacco. And I mean, it was wild. They, and, handed, uh, they handed out packs of big red shoes. They had to in. have, man, because it was... <laughs> I love that line. Trucker hats. I mean, it was it was crazy. The best one of the best experiences I think I've ever had. And then like Will that. Ferrell made out with that dude at the end of the film, and everybody was like, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> Is um, uh, Charlie was dating another certain person, <laughs> and we all wound up me and Carla, him and that other certain person, wound up over in Southern Indiana and went and saw. Um, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. This one didn't leave me for Coke, but she did cheat on me with half the state. <laughs> I keep finding out more people that she cheated on me with as the years go by. Their, their exes were like, hey, did you know that your 
blah 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 was sleeping with my husband the whole time we were married. Do now. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. But it was a dollar movie. Okay, so it's already a dollar movie. Nobody cares. We go in, and these two ladies sitting behind us were just the whole night. It was just this running comedy. It was perfect. It was so it was funny. Perfection. And we were laughing harder at them than, than actually watch because the movie was just horrible. And that was that's did, one of the. Did one you already I, say what it was? Uh, what's that? X Men Origins. Yeah, X Men Origins. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine. It was it was just so bad. And they they got from the opening credits to the final. I mean, it was just an, a running comedy com- commentary going on, and we were laughing so hard at them. I mean, we finally like started joining in with them and stuff because the movie was absolutely so bad. Nobody nobody's watching the movie. Other great experience me and Charlie had in the theaters when we went to see Spawn. That was that was one of the greatest. I was with ever. you with that one, wasn't it? You, I don't know, but somebody. I, I think remember. We showcase, didn't we? No, that's, no, this was on Dixie. Dixie. Yeah, yeah, it was Dixie, Dixie yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we were like some of the only uh, white people in the entire theater. But we were kind of like, well, this like, oh, it's Spawn. Yeah, okay. But it was a great experience. I, you know, I, I'm not used to going to movies with a full house like that, but. Uh, we watch movies differently. I mean, it's just, I mean, they were, it's like people screaming at the screen and, and, no, oh, don't go there. Don't, you know, it's all I had a stuff. similar, it was like, man. I remember Doug and I went and saw Gladiator at uh, Showcase. And when, at the end, when, uh, when he's putting the armor on him and he secretly stabs him in the back, you know, to wound him. Spoilers. People got <laughs> so mad in that theater. They were standing up and yelling at Joaquin. Uh, emotional mo- moment for me since we we went around yeah. is, and this is my one is that, and I actually kind of cheered on this one. And I, <sighs> Force Awakens, uh, before before it all went to before it all went <laughs> to crap, is uh, when they go running in and they're getting chased by the Tie Fighter, and she, they he was like, "What about that one over there?" She's like, "That's a piece of garbage," and then gets blown up. And she's like, "We'll take we'll take the garbage." And they turn around and they just that's the first time you see it, and that part was like, "Wow, that's awesome." And then when he says, "Does this thing fly?" And she goes, "This thing, ha- this ship hasn't flown in, in, I don't know, in a long time or something like." I can't remember what she said, but that was, yeah, that was like, yes, it's the Falcon, you know, that was that mm-hmm. was cool. And That's then, good. and then good. the whole the rest of the series let me. Aaron, down, did you have so. any? Did we get to you? Um, the last one I really cheered at, and I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, of course you brought up was." Everything, everywhere, all okay. at once. A couple weeks ago, honestly, I thought uh, you were going to say Alita Battle Angel. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but I, you know, it, there was only like five people in the theater, but I was laughing, having a great time. Um, Aaron was like Shia LaBeouf, and when he's watching his own, film. yeah, 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 yeah. A uh, couple times where the audience went crazy for me was uh, Independence Day. The the crowd was just that jazz when they were just going nuts and. Uh, then uh, Revenge of the Sith, when Yoda was about to be killed during Order 66, he jumped up and cut off oh, yeah. their heads and all that. The crowd went crazy. And my only issue when the crowd goes crazy is you can't hear the, the next lines because everybody's just going nuts. He was the guy in front of Shut us. Shut the F up. Yeah, he was the guy in front yeah. of us at Star Wars. That yeah. night. Brian, did you have yeah. one? I did uh, Lord of the Rings. The uh, Dad and I went when they were doing the where you could – Pay the one price and watch, and watch all. all. <laughs> you and, you uh, you set through all, all this, three of them. Yeah. Well, wow. technically, I guess it was four, right? Because then they break the last one up into two parts. No, no, that was no. oh, that was on that Hobbit. was Hobbit. That was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we watched all three of them, but it was the extended versions of each one, so they were like four hours long. <sighs> Great. Yeah. Twelve hours of Hobbit. Did, did they have breaks between each one? Oh or yeah, just this running. Yeah. <laughs> they actually would like have people. It, they would have people who would come through, and if you wanted food, you could order it. 
like because that's people, a lot yeah, of you had to have a signed seat. It's the first time I ever had an assigned seat in a movie theater. You know all that kind of stuff. You got to buy your seats, pick it all out, and all that. I mean, more power to you, but that's a lot of Lords of the Rings. Because it was the way it was a way to get to see the third one a day early. Oh, because they started it. You talking you know, about so that, that way when you would watch the last one. So it went from like. Maybe noon to like four in the morning, something like that. So you're so you're talking about like Return of the King? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a good movie. I like I like I like the Hobbit ones told too. So. Yeah, the Hobbit ones were good, but but it was odd. I never went to the theater and saw them. I never saw any of them in the theater. Just Lord of the Rings. Me and, Tra- I, uh, me and Charlie start, started watching Fellowship of the Ring and turned it off. And then John, John what time are we at on this one? Uh, thirty-two. Go real quick. Closest you've ever been to being in a fight in a movie theater. What I mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's probably yeah. That was that was probably the same for me. I wouldn't know what you're talking about, Tim. Uh, the Hobbit, part two. Uh, I was with uh, I was with my brother-in-law Brandon and his girlfriend at that time, and uh, we got the prime seat like where you can put your feet on the rails, like right in the oh, middle. Yeah. And before the movie started, I had out an image on my phone. That had like a name beside all the hobbits' names or, or all the uh, dwarfs' names, so you could know them all because there's like oh, yeah. 25 of them or whatever at that point. So I'm reading it, and like we're not even to the previews. Like, and this lady, this old lady, like leans up to me and she's like, Excuse me, you're gonna need to put that up, or I will go get a manager. You were like, Karen, sit down. I'm just like, well, Karen wasn't a thing yet, <laughs> anyways. So, but ironically, her name was Karen. Ironic. Yeah. <laughs> so then. You know, the movie's going on, and, and I noticed that Brandon keeps, like, shifting. Like, what is he doing? And all of a sudden, he just, he just like, turns around in his seat and starts, like, banging the seat. It's like, will you stop it? I'm just like, <laughs> come to find out. And the, the old lady's like, he's just got long legs. But anyway, the, the, her husband had been, like, driving Brandon's seat up for, like, the last hour, just constantly, like, pushing him forward, and he's, like, snapping. <laughs> I was just, like, lost it. Anyways, I don't know if well, I almost got. got in a fight, but okay. Vegas Vacation at Dixie Dozen was insane. <laughs> there was some crazy guy just screaming at the screen the whole, the whole movie. I don't think there was ever a night that you drove by Dixie Dozen to where it wasn't, like, 20 cop cars out there, and they're yeah. just dragging people on the sidewalk. That was a riot. I mean, that place was a complete another nightly riot. Yeah, it's the only place. That's the only place I think in Louisville where you go to the movies and the ticket taker literally had a riot, like riot shield behind the desk because it was going down in there at some point. Uh, I know we got to stop. I remember going and seeing Final Destination two or three or something at Dixie Dozen. And it was it was just at that point where people were getting tired of the Final Destination films, so they were almost kind of laughable. And I just remember it was just this full letdown of the movie. And right when it ended, and it was utter silence, some kid just went like, <laughs> like just ripped a fart. And that was the last time I ever went to Dixie Dozen. That's like my that's my final moment. At Dixie Dozen. Dixie Dozen was crazy. <laughs> that place was nuts. Oh, uh, if you've ever been to Dixie Dozen, <laughs> we'd love to hear your Dixie Dozen story. <laughs> Uh, whether it's a voicemail or on Facebook or uh, or a Baja Blast, <laughs> or if you can tell Aaron about your favorite Baja Blast, Ooh, you can check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. But until then, I'm sorry, Brent. We're gonna catch you later. Do what? I forgot to put Freddy got fingered up. <laughs> <laughs>